Amen. I was feeling like I was on Wednesday night. <laughs> Amen. This morning, we're going to get into the word of the Lord. And before we do that, we are going to do our declaration. And uh, we want you to get your Bibles, your pens, and your pads ready. We want to say good morning to all the covenant partners that are here at KSL this morning. Thank you so much for coming out and braving the elements. Thank you for coming to the house of worship this morning so that we could all gather together to receive the word of God. We want to thank God for the SoundCloud listeners. We want you to get your Bibles, pens, and pads ready as we get ready to go into the word of the Lord. And this morning, we're going to prepare ourselves to do our declaration. So we're going to ask you, if you would, please, Wednesday night, we sat down. But today, I'm going to ask you this morning, would you please stand? Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. All right. Amen. 2022. The year of expectation and hope. 2022. The year of expectation. Mm. The year of having the hope of the promises of Jesus Christ. Active. Active. Active in my life. The promise of his prosperity, his power, and his presence. 2022 is my year. Repeat after me. My soul, wait thou only upon God. For my expectation is from him. Repeat after me. Let not thine heart envy sinners. But be thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long. For surely there's an end. And thine expectation shall not be cut off. Repeat after me. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let the gates of my life and city be opened for the king of glory to come in. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let the righteousness, peace, and joy of the kingdom be established in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. This morning, if you're going to label your journal, we are going to be talking about Kingdom Covenant. Kingdom Covenant. Amen. Give you a few minutes to write that down. For those of you who are taking notes, Kingdom Covenant. And um, I just want to say this, not that I was looking for it, because I believe what God gives me, but I found out that on the Jewish calendar, thank you, on the Jewish calendar this year, according to their books, according to their numbers, because their words equal out to numbers, okay? And their word for this year is hope and wellness. Hope 
and wellness. And so I sat up in the chair. I said, oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Not that I was looking for it, but I guess the Lord, he just allowed me to see it, to know that, okay, now, this is the word that I've given to KSL, and, and basically the words that have been given throughout the church this year add up to the same thing. Amen? First of all, before we get into kingdom covenant, we want to talk about the two words on our declaration card. That's expectation and hope. Amen? So expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Okay? Hope is an optimistical state of mind that is based on an expectation of positive outcomes with respect to events and circumstances in one's life or in the world at large. And so we understand that there can be no hope without expectation. Amen. Hope must have expectation. Hope alone has no certainty of fulfillment. Therefore, that's why God said, don't just put on the card hope, hope. He says, no, they got to have expectation. Amen. And the one word that moved everything over into kingdom the way God opened my eyes was the word future expectation, a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. And so the Holy Ghost immediately, when I saw that, he asked me, he said, well, what's in the future? And I'm sitting there waiting on the answer. And I said, Lord, I'm waiting on you to tell me the answer. And he says, kingdom is in the future. Somebody say kingdom now and kingdom in the future. So then he told me, he says, I want you to uh, take a pen and I want you to write this down. He says, I want you to put kingdom prosperity and kingdom power and kingdom presence over your wording. He says, I want you to put, put that over there. He says, because we're going to be talking about kingdom. We're going to be talking about kingdom people, kingdom living, kingdom talking, because that's what John the Baptist introduced into the world as the law of Moses was fading away. What did he say? He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is what? At hand. So this morning, hopefully we'll get a little bit more understanding to what God is showing us. And the more I get into this word, I see that the word that God gave me back in 2005, somebody say, God will give you a word. But it takes time to come into the understanding and the knowledge of it. Repeat after me. Say every anti-Christian power is going to be destroyed. Repeat after me. Say there will be a complete fall of Satan's kingdom of darkness. Say Jesus Christ kingdom will be universal. So now as we get into kingdom covenant this morning, we're going to see how important it is for us to be where we are. Amen. It's important. First of all, what I want to do is what the Holy Ghost gave me, told me to do. He says, okay, you're going to be talking about kingdom. Do they know what kingdom is? Do you know what kingdom is? So you might want to jot this down or let it go into your spirit. Kingdom is the rule of God. It is the rule of the kingdom of God. It is God's ruleship within the hearts 
or the spirits of believers. It is God's government. That's what kingdom is. So to be a kingdom people, that means you have God ruling in your life. You have the kingdom of God within your heart, within your spirit. You have his government in your life. Does anybody remember me sharing that when we were in the back, it was on a first Sunday, I was just sitting there minding my own business, getting ready to take communion. And God rose up in my spirit and he said, there's going to be order. Does anybody remember me sharing that? And I was like, huh? He said, it's going to be order from, from, the, from, the, from the praise team all the way to the covenant partners sitting on the seat, the ushers, the prayer teams, those that take up the money from the preaching. He said, there's going to be order. Let me just show you how this is working. Everything that God has been giving me to give to the body of Christ down through the years, I didn't even realize it. It's about kingdom. And I'm like, what? I didn't even know it. So he kept saying it, and it got louder in my prayer time at home. He said, there's going to be order. He said, call order. Well, when kingdom comes in, guess what? It brings structure, discipline, and order. Why? Because the government of God comes in. You know how it works? Every town, every city has what? Government. And what is that to do? Keep the order. So God's government is no different. It is to keep order. Amen? All right. Next, we need to understand what the word covenant means because we're talking about kingdom covenant. Covenant is an agreement. So kingdom is the rule of God. It's the rulership of God within the hearts of every believer. It's God's government. But covenant is an agreement. So kingdom covenant is God's agreement within his rule. Okay? Everybody trying to get the blessings mm, outside of the rule of God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You don't want just any kind of blessing. You want kingdom prosperity. There's a difference, y'all, you, you'll see in the message today. There is a difference. You don't want any kind of blessing. You, don't, you, you, you want kingdom prosperity, kingdom power, and kingdom presence from the king. Now, come on. We have acknowledged Jesus as the Lamb of God. We have, we have acknowledged Jesus Christ as the one who shed his blood to cleanse us from all our sins. We have acknowledged Jesus as God. Now we got to come on and come up a little higher and know who he is. He is king. Yes. Yes. He is a king of the royal seed of Abraham and King David. And we are connected to Jesus Christ. Amen. Which makes us what? His sons and daughters. How did you get to be his sons and daughters? How did we get there, Lord? Because of the new birth. What's the new birth, Lord? It is when you accepted me as Lord and Savior and Lamb for the forgiveness of your sins. So then our salvation transferred us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the sun. Somebody say, I'm in here. I'm in here. Say, I'm a king's child. I'm a king's child. I'm not going to take it back. Kingdom covenant is God's agreement within his rule. Say all of God's promises, all of God's promises come, 
within his rule. Everybody trying to get blessed. Everybody want the blessings, but don't nobody want to be under the rule of God. Uh-huh. Come on now. It's true. It's true. Everybody wants spiritual blessings and natural blessings, but don't nobody want God to rule them. Somebody say it don't work. Oh, they get stuff. They get stuff. I know a lot of rich folk. I know a lot of multi-million. I know billionaires and, and, and man. Woo. Wow. You better have that vodka <laughs> ready. Come on. Because they, they, they concerned, they worried about whether or not the stock market going to crash, whether it's going to be up and down today, whether it's going to pull in more money for them. Come on. They, they just concerned about the cares of this world, not understanding that it is God who made them rich in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just truth. But I don't want to live like that. I want to be blessed, but I don't want to have... Look, I, I want to be blessed, but I don't want to have to go see the psychiatrist. I want to be blessed, but I don't want to be on nerve pills. I want to be blessed, but I, I don't want to have to get high and be drunk all the time in order to deal with living and life. That's Don't want that. I don't want it that way. I want God's kingdom covenant alive and well in my life. So. The agreements of God are written in his holy Bible. This is important. The Bible contains the constitution of the kingdom of God. It gives us his will and mind for his children. Hmm. Put your hand on your heart. Say, I'm a child of God. I'm in the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And I need to know his will, his mind for me. Come on, make it personal. For me. For me. A constitution is a royal covenant. And a covenant is an agreement. So this is the way it's broken up. A constitution is how God does things. It is the documented words of the king. It expresses the mind and will of the king. It contains the benefits and privileges of the kingdom. Woo! I need the word. How do I know my benefits? How do I know what Jesus Christ has bestowed in my life? What I can have, what I can walk in unless I go to the Bible. Huh? So then the Bible, this, this blessed me. So then the Bible is a legal document. That Bible that you hold, that's not just a book full of pages. That's, ha, shine for me, Anna. Go on, go on. I'm cutting through it. I'm cutting through it. I'm cutting through the looks. I'm cutting through, cutting through what I feel. I'm going to preach the word. That Bible, whether it's on your phone or your iPad, glory to God, it's a legal document that God sent forth so that his children, every believer would know his will and his mind and his heart for his children. It tells us of our privileges. It tells us of our blessings. Watch this. Within the ruleship of God. Again, I'm going to say this is very important. Everybody wants the blessings apart from the rule of God. That's how they want them. 
I don't want to come to church. I don't want the word. I, I, I just want it apart from the word of God. Somebody say it don't work like that. Say it'll run for a while. It does not last. See, that's the thing about kingdom. Kingdom is eternal. It's now and future. That's the difference. Kingdom is now and future. And you can't tell me kingdom is not stuff. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If you keep coming, if you just keep, you can't make me believe kingdom is not stuff. If kingdom had not been about stuff, why did Jesus say in the New Testament, seek ye first the kingdom of God uh -oh, and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And when you go back up in the scriptures, you find out that things is stuff. It's houses, it's land, it's clothes, it's food, it's jobs, it's opportunity. See, you're dealing with a spiritual God, but don't forget, out of that spiritual God, we came. We talked about that on Wednesday a little bit. We came out from a spiritual God. And when he made Adam and Eve, what did he do? He put them in a kingdom, in a garden that had gold, perfume, food. Come on here. He made us the way we are. He made us to be uh, uh, human beings with a need for natural things of the world. Shine for me. Hey, oh, it's going to get deep. <laughs> you, can, you can either go with me because I'm going. I say I'm going. I believe God. Yeah, they all shade now. Yes, Lord. He called shakehead none of my child. It's time. He says it's time. Yes, sir. It's time. It's time. So your Bible is a legal document of God's promises to every believer. Stop throwing it around. Stop stepping on it. Stop tearing out pages. Stop mistreating the Bible. It's the holy word of God. What does the Bible say? What did the word say? It says that the holy Bible was written through inspiration from God. Holy men, holy women, they wrote as they were inspired by God. The, the breath of God led them to write the word of God. So therefore that legal document from God that we have is God breathe. It's what? Eternal. It's eternal. It'll never, never. I jumped up out the seat. I said, wait a minute. Lord, the Bible is a legal document. You know, when something is legal and it has the seal on it, guess what? It can't be changed. Amen. It can't be changed. Amen. So I started thinking, I said, whoo. I said, so everything that God has promised, God going to do. Everything, everything that God has promised, God going to do. All I got to do is keep living, keep on the path of salvation, keep on the path of his blood, keep on the path of his word. Guess what? Until I see it come into fullness. And that's what you got to do. We talked about the, the war on Wednesday. We talked about it. How in Revelation, the Bible says after Satan was kicked out of heaven. Uh-huh. That happened in the book of Isaiah. That didn't happen in Revelation. Revelation is a history book. 
And so the devil was kicked out. And the Bible said, what did the Bible say? And the heavens began to say, woe be unto the inhabitants of the earth. Because the devil has come down to you. And he's got great wrath because he know he only have but a short time. But then the Holy Ghost took my eyes and he said, read the rest of it. And the Bible says that there was a woman who brought forth a man child. And the devil began to persecute the woman for bringing forth the man child. Well, who is the woman? It is the church of the Old Testament. It is the Israelites who brought forth the man child. Why? Because God came down through 42 generations from Abraham all the way down to Mary. But Abraham and King David were in there. Uh Uh-huh. But then it goes on to say something else. It says he persecuted the seed of the woman. And the Lord said, who's the seed? He said, you start with Adam and Eve. You come on to Abraham. You come to Isaac and Jacob. You come to the 12 tribes. You come to Joseph. You come to Jesus Christ and then us. So how can we not expect to put up a defense against the enemy when the Bible says he persecutes the seed? But God and we are the seed. Because if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise? So therefore we are part of it. But God has given us weapons of warfare. I like to say it like this. Like they said he was looking for in Iran and Iraq. Weapons of mass destruction. (laughs) He done gave us weapons of mass destruction. His blood, his name. Come on him. His word, the empowerment of his spirit. And those are the things I got to lean on. And then he's got us over in his kingdom. Somebody say this with me. See, I'm not waiting to die and go to heaven. So I, I'm in the kingdom right now. You in the kingdom right now. All right. Let's, let me go to the legal documentation. Let me go to the constitution of God. Is that all right? Yeah. Come on. Let me, let's just look in the constitution. And then we'll be back. Go to Colossian. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because, see, we, we, we letting our minds be renewed. Amen. All right, now, we got to let our minds be renewed to what? The word of God. Amen. Now, I'm going to put this out here. Now, now, on Wednesday, I wanted to do it today, but God told me no. On Wednesday, we're going to deal with our minds. We're going to deal with scarred minds. We're going to deal with... Uh, negative minds we're going to deal with minds that have been uh, 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 gone through so much that we need a uh, healing in the mind yes yeah and I'm not afraid to deal with it because the power of God is in this house oh yeah I'm going to say it I'm going to say it loud and say it proud I'm not afraid the, the power of God is in this house Thank you, Jesus. Now, the constitution of God says we are already in the kingdom. Go to Colossians 
chapter 1, verse 13. Colossians 1.13, who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his son. Is that in your Bible? Are you sure? The, The kingdom, where are you at? When are you there? When when you're in the kingdom. You're not waiting for Jesus to come and set up the millennium reign. By the time that happens, you will have already received your glorified body. And I don't know what we think in eternity is going to be like, but you will not be out of your mind. You're not going to be out of your mind in eternity. You're not going to be like air floating around, uh, 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 you know, just, oh, we're in the heavens. Well, we're not going to heaven. Heaven is coming down. So what is he doing? He's preparing us to rule with him. Not only now, but then. Because when we get our glorified bodies, there will still be people on the earth that are having children, building, going to work, living. There will still be a a, a nation of people here on this earth. Because why? We didn't hit that eternal realm yet. And that's going to last, what? The millennium reign of Jesus Christ is going to last for 1,000 years. Y'all, that's a long time. But thank God we'll already have our glorified bodies. Thank God our names will already be in the book of life. Thank God we'll already be living it even the more. The only difference going to be we will have received a body that will not give away anymore. Thank you, Jesus. And we will be working with the Lord. We will be working with the Lord. That's why we got to train now. That's why we got to train now. How you going to rule in a kingdom and you don't know nothing about it? How you going to rule as kings and queens and king priests and you don't know nothing about it? Prince Harry and William, they had to train from the time of birth. They taught them how to walk. They taught them how to talk. They taught them how to speak. They taught them how to carry themselves. But the body of Christ thinks we just, we're a king's child. We can act any kind of way, live any kind of way, do anything we want to do, say anything. No, we represent the kingdom here. We king's children. And I won't take it back. I will not go to Hebrews chapter 6. So we're in the kingdom when? How did you get there? Thank you. That's the correct answer. Through salvation. You got in the kingdom through salvation. So how how is everybody else going to get in there? Through? All right, let's get it right. You ain't going to be bringing because they your folk. Because they your folk. I'm going to say it. I'm not scared. That's your grandmama. That's your mama. That's my aunt. They going anyway. No, they're not. They got to come through salvation. And how are we saved? By the blood of Jesus Christ. You ain't getting up in there. You might want to. (laughs) It ain't happening. Oh, yeah, he'll give them a little something. They'll get a little something, something. I don't want a little something, something. I want kingdom blessings. I felt that. I know somebody got this and they got that. Good for them. Kingdom blessings are lasting blessings. 
shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Yes, Lord, I will, I will, I will. Hebrews chapter 6. Go to your constitution. It's a legal document we're handling. You might need to go buy your new one. Don't mistreat the Bible. Hebrews chapter 6, and I'm going to read verses 13. It says, for when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, surely blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. And so after Abraham had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater, an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife, wherein God, willing more abundantly, to show unto the heirs of promise, say that's us, the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Now, I want to slow down for a minute. You see that word hope? If you got any room or you need to lock it in your mind, say, wait a minute. I can't have hope without expectation. I can't have hope without expectation. You say, what you talking about? <laughs> you can't. You can't. Huh? Hope is an optimistical state of mind that is based on an expectation. So, Lay hold upon the expectation set before us. Which expectation we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entered into that within the veil. So, so what are you saying to us, Lord? A simple, really, uh, you can rely on God. We can rely on God. What's an oath? It's a solemn promise. It's a, so the Bible says God made an oath. He, 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 he made us some solemn promises. Uh-huh. He promised us prosperity. He promised us his power. He promised us his presence. Mm-hmm. So what did you do, Lord? He gave us two unchangeable things on which we could rely. Watch this. That's his word and his oath. Somebody say, I can trust God. Say, I, I, might, I can't trust myself, but I can trust God. Say, I got his word and his promise on it. Now, we know there are promises in the Bible, but what I'm talking about is the Lord told Abraham, surely in blessing you, I'm going to bless you. That was his promise. He says, in blessing you, I'm going to bless you. But notice what we put Look, look who he put the, the act on. Look at Hebrews 6.13. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, what did he do? He sweared by himself. Woo! He put, the, he put it on himself. You know, I told you on Wednesday night, the devil know he can't mess with God. 
Didn't I tell you that? He know he can't, he can't knock God off his throne. He can't take over heaven. So what does he do? He picks at God's children. He know he can't handle God. So therefore, we got to stand up and be God men and God women. We got to stand up and be kingdom men and kingdom women. Because we got to let that devil know we came out of eternity. We headed back to eternity. And everything in the middle, God going to take care of it. God going to take care of it. So he gave us his word. He gave us a promise. Notice what it says in that 18th verse. He says, watch this now. Wait a minute. He said, you fled for what? Refuge. That's what we did. Now, in the beginning, I admit, we didn't know as much as we know now. So a lot of us were, were running and we fled because we didn't want to go to hell. Can you agree with me? Can, can, we heard the gospel and we said, oh, I hear the preacher. It's pricking my heart. I don't want to go to hell, so I'm going to run to Jesus for a refuge. But now we're coming into a greater understanding that we didn't just run to him for refuge from hell. We're running to him for refuge of an unshakable kingdom. An unmovable kingdom. Something that can't be shook. And y'all know, y'all remember the words. See how this thing keep doing this? It keep doing this because we're in the flow of the spirit. We're in the flow of the spirit. What did he tell us back here? He said, there's a shaking going on. Uh Remember? He says, I'm not just going to shake the earth, but eventually I'm going to shake the heavens of heaven. He said, but there's a shaking going on in the earth. A shaking of my word. The word is causing people to shake. Because he said, I'm trying to shake Egypt out of you. Huh? He said, there's a shaking in the atmosphere. (laughs) Hey, by his word. And then there's a shaking going on through famine, pestilence, disease, earthquakes. Come over here. There's a shaking going on. But guess what? Thank you, Jesus. We're in an unshakable kingdom. It can't be moved. You stay on out there by yourself since you got it all. I don't have it all. The Bible said he blessed the meek and humble with more. As long as you high-minded and think you got it all, then you don't need any more. So get on out the way and let me get mine. Because I don't have it all. The Bible said he blessed the meek and the humble. Oh, you better hear me this morning. (laughs) You can talk all you want and and throw it over there and it's coming back around. If, If it's one thing I've learned in this business... In this walk, it comes back around. People laugh. Oh, she don't know what she's talking about. Oh, that ain't the Lord. But it shows up. And then they look like, oh, they might not never come tell me, oh, it was the word of the Lord. But guess what God will say? There it is. It was my word. Somebody say, hear the word. So now we're walking in a greater light, and we're not just fleeing to get away from hell. Now we're fleeing because we want to be in an unshakable kingdom because the prosperity of the world is coming down. Guess what? The power of the worlds are coming down. The presence that's in the world is going to come down. Well, who's the presence? The devil. Ah! Shine for me, Anna. 
shine for me. It's coming down. It's giving way. And I want to say this. It might not give way in the next 500 years, but guess what? It's going to give way. Be assured of that. It's got to come down. Why does it have to come down? Because even Revelation ends it with the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God. Oh, Jesus Christ will be king of kings and lord of lords. And I intend to be on his side. So now we done fled for refuge to lay hold upon the expectation, the hope that is set before us, which hope which expectation we have as an anchor, Ooh, both sure and steadfast, is secure, is fixed, and is fastened so as not to give way. It will not become loose or be lost. I'm staying in the kingdom. I'm staying in the kingdom. Everything that has been given, it came from God. But the Bible says his secret is with those who serve him. Okay? When the sinner woke up this morning, when the sinner woke up this morning, when the backslider woke up this morning, whatever they had, God gave it to them. Mm -hmm. But we live in such a way that's close to him that we can get the heart. We can get the secrets. When I need God, I need him right then. I don't need him three blocks down and five miles. I need him right then. When I call his name and call it like I mean it, I need him to not stand and say, I think I hear something. That's a faint call. Wait a minute. That's way, way, wait a minute. I think, I think, I think I hear something. No, no, no. I need God where? Now. I need a right now presence. I need a right now abiding presence in my life. Why? Because trials come when? Every day. Something comes up every day. Something comes up every day. Something comes up every day. Come on here. Something comes up every day. I don't need Jesus way down yonder. Ah. Ah. That's why when I come in here on Wednesday, when we have prayer around the altar, it does not take you long to get in the spirit because you've been living in the spirit Monday through Saturday. Some people got to get cranked up. Where's God? Where's God? Oh, I don't want him far from me. You shouldn't want God far from you. I don't want him far from me. I don't want him far from me. No. This kingdom is not subject to threat. It is certain to remain and continue safe and unharmed. That's what I want. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, that's what I want. Say, that's what I'm going to get. Look at your neighbor and say, that's what I'm going to get. Uh-huh. Tell him, say, that's what I'm going after. And that's why the devil fights us, because we are the seed. We are part of the seed. Anytime you read in the word, 
God would tell him, he says, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, and I'm the God of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ has a seed in the earth. He's the God of the seed of Jesus Christ. That's why he would say that. So you got Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ's body. And that, that, that day of, oh, Jesus, I don't know what y'all came for. That day of generational curses is really over in your life. You are no longer under generational curses. You say, when did it end in my life? When you got saved. When you got saved and stepped on this side, the Bible says, and if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Guess what? You're no longer under generational curses. Guess what? Now we're under generational blessings. Ooh, that makes me feel happy. Generational blessings reside with me. You say, well, you said generations of blessings. Uh-huh. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Jesus Christ, and us. We come from a long line of blessed and prosperous people. We are blessed people. It's time. The time has come. Tell the people, come up. It's time to come up into a high place. A high place in your mind by the word of God. A high place in your mind by the word of God. Yeah. Yeah, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's time. See, I'm underneath a generation of blessings. See, I'm no longer of the curse generation. See, I won't accept it anymore. Say so when that devil come, I'm going to take out the sword of the word and I'm going to cut him down. Nope. I'm not going to let anybody call me cursed anymore. I'm not going to even accept it. And although I might stand in your presence while you talking, I might not say a word, but in my heart I'm saying, no, I'm the blessed of the Lord. No, I'm blessed when I come and blessed when I go. No, I'm the head and not the tail. No, by the blood of Jesus Christ, I am forgiven. I am a king priest. See, a king means I got authority, but a priest means I got the nature of God. He 
never meant that to be separated. We are not a kingdom of just priests. We are kings, priests. We are king, priests. We are king, priests. We are kings. We got authority. Come on here. But as priests, we walk in the nature of God. And God is what? Holy. He's separated. He's separated. He's separated. The only thing that I march to the beat of is the Constitution of God, and that's his Bible. All this other stuff, don't bring that to me. I don't want it. I say I don't want it. It better be the Bible. It better be the Word of God because that's the Constitution of God. And I've been said this. You get all the steady helps you want, but you better have a King James Bible. You better have a bunch of them. Because the King James is the God breathe. He allowed man. Now this God just talking now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He allowed man to do the Amplified. And to do the NIV. The New International Version. <laughs> the breakdowns. He said I allowed man to do that. But the King James Version. That's your God breathe. Oh, Y'all don't know nothing. <laughs> I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. And I don't mean, I got to clarify, because every time I talk about rain, it starts raining. I got the life, the power of life and death is in the tongue. The power of life and death is in the tongue. But I hear an abundance of rain. Blessings. I hear it. I hear it. So when God told that man, he said, get up, and he tried to outrun the rain. That's why he keeps saying, you got to, you got to, that's what he talked, I didn't know what he was talking about. Because that man had to outrun the rain. Because why? He had to get on where he was going to make preparation. But there's a sound. I hear it. It's coming. There's a sound of an abundance of rain. And I'm releasing it today. We're not talking about natural rain. We're talking about the blessings of God. And you're going to have to run. In the rain. Gonna be the prosperity, gonna be the power, gonna be the presence of God. See, I gotta preach like I'm preaching. You just sit there and look at me strange, but I gotta preach it. Cause when I preach it, it goes in the atmosphere. It lets the devil know it's real. But with the heart, out of the out of the heart, huh? The mouth speaks. Whatever's in the heart comes out in the mouth, and then it's established in the earth. It's shining now. It's shining up in here. I don't care what nobody say. It's shining up in here. Why, Anna? Because God says so. Isn't that what you think or I think? Isn't that how you feel or how I feel? It's what God says. He calling it in and I'm calling it in. And God told me, he said, it's going to be backed by me, done by me, brought in by God. 
He said, so don't worry about a man. Don't worry about a woman. Although it is good if you pay your tithes. Although it is good if you give your seed. Although it is good if you give your building fund. But God is about to do this thing. I said, God is about to do this thing. Why? Because God don't lie. And whatever God say, he backs it on himself. He said, don't worry about it, Anna. It's God. You know, he asked me. He said, they're going to ask you, how did this happen? He gave me what to say. He said, tell them God did it. They're going to say, how did this happen? He said, say, God did it. They're going to say, what happened up in here? And you're to say, God happened up in here. See, when you don't have but a little bit of strength, and you've got people that's helping you, but we all got a little bit of strength, then we need the strength of God to step in. See, and that's why the devil been trying to knock us off one by one because he knew he couldn't do nothing with God. But if he could knock us off one by one, we would miss it. We would have missed it. We would miss it. We would miss it. We would miss it. prosperity and the presence and the power that this ministry needs is backed by God. God is willing. See, that's another thing I like about it. He's willing to back it up. Now, I can't, and you can't, and I can't go no higher than God. If God is willing to put his stamp on it, who am I and who are you? That's all right. You don't want to work in the ministry. You don't want to be here to help the ministry. You don't, yeah, I'm too busy. I, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I told God just so I got one microphone, if I got one working, so I can get this work. Hello. Oh, you ain't heard nothing. Expectation means I'm making preparation. I'm getting in line for this thing. I'm, I'm working my spiritual muscles by the word of God. I'm getting ready for this thing. I'm getting ready for it to break wide open. I'm getting ready for the blessing of the Lord to run us over. You don't want to give? You, you, don't want to, you don't want to back the vision through your giving? You, 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 <laughs> you, 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 you don't want to work in the ministry? You don't, do, you don't want to do what it takes? Come on here. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. Well, it's not okay. But it is okay. It's not okay. But it is okay. <laughs> I told God, I said, you know what? I got to keep my eyes on you because I don't even know how this going to happen. I don't even know how you're going to do this. Is it something? I remember a pitch I watched one time. And it was about the birth of Jesus Christ. And at that time, the woman that was playing his mother, she, she looked at her husband, Joseph, and she said, do you think we'll know when it's time? Tell about the time for Christ to reign, to walk in his power. And he, he looked at her. She said, you know, will it be something he says? Will it be something he does so we'll know? So I told God, I said, is it going to be something you say? <laughs> is it going to be something you do? I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I do know God keeps saying, I'm going to do it. 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 And we have to be ready to run. Can't be carrying the weights. We got to be ready to run. You know, you know that rain, that man in, 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 in the Old Testament, in the day of Elijah, he couldn't even outrun the rain. But the rain came. But it came. I'm doing what God tell me to do. He tell me to work a full day. He says, but when 8 o'clock come, start turning it off. He says, I want you in the bed. I want you to get your rest because you're going to need it. He said, you're going to need it. I said, what? And then he'll get forceful with me. He says, did I not tell you? Did I not tell you? He said, I done told you now. I said, oh, my Lord. I said, okay, God. I'm going to eat my spiritual Wheaties. I'm going to try to talk to the church. I'm going to try. I said, but I can't make them. I can't make them, Lord. I'm trying. I'm trying. It hurts me to my heart. I said, oh, my God. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, God is still a miracle-working God. So there's a sound of an abundance of rain, the blessings of the Lord. So there's a sound of an abundance of prosperity, a power and presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And say so it's going to hit KSL Ministries. And it's going to hit our pastor. And it's going to hit us in Jesus' name. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. I just believe God. I just believe God. I just believe God. I just believe God. I just believe it. So now I say thank you for the rain. Thank you for the abundance of your prosperity, your kingdom prosperity. Thank you for the abundance of your kingdom power. Thank you for the abundance of your kingdom presence in my life, in my life, in this ministry, in my children's lives. Woo! Their children and their children, in Jesus' name, I thank you. So you got to walk like that. You got to talk like that. Joseph never expected to go to the pit before he went to the palace. But he exact, that's exactly where he went. Joseph had to go in the pit before he went to the palace. He wasn't expecting that. He was parading around in his coat of many colors. Ooh, look at me, brethren. 
but they hated him for it. They hated him for it. And they said, come on, let's kill this dreamer. This visionary. <laughs> but they didn't know their attacks was pushing him right down the path that God wanted him to go down. They didn't understand that when they threw him in that pit, those Ishmaelites were going to come and buy him and take him straight to his destiny. Egypt. Egypt. And the Bible said Potiphar, he was happy about Joseph being in his house because he saw something different about Joseph. He knew God was with him. It means a lot when people know God is with you. Until the lie came. But it's all right because the lie had to come. Potiphar's wife lied on Joseph. And she told her husband, he raped me. But she was a liar. She was already lusting after Joseph. She was already going with everybody. Hey, don't get me started in the spirit up in here. You lying wonder. You better, you better bag up up in here. She was already sleeping around. So when Joseph came on the scene, she said, oh, somebody else I can manipulate. But her lie took him right where he needed to go. Joseph said, oh, this woman done lied on me. Oh, this woman said I tried to rape her. This woman... What he told Potiphar, Potiphar said, I'm going to take him in secret. I'm going to ask him. And he looked at him. He said, why would I do my master like that? Someone who's been as good as gold to me. Why would I do that to you? But because Potiphar didn't want shame on his house and didn't want everybody to know that his, his wife was a sleeping whore. Don't mess with me up in here. He stood with the lie. Rather than the truth, she was already sleeping around. She was already sleeping around. She was already a heifer. She was already a whore. You better pray for me that I get off this. <laughs> oh, my God. She ah! <laughs> Shine for me. Shine for me, Anna. And he had to go in jail. He went to jail. Joseph went to jail for something he didn't do. And he didn't get out in one day. He didn't get out in five days. He didn't get out in a week. He didn't And even when he tried to get out, he told the cook, <laughs> he said, oh, y'all going before Pharaoh? When you go before Pharaoh, remember me. And they got in there and forgot him. But it was the, it was the setup. <laughs> it was the setup. Because God knew what he was going to do. He said, I'm going to give Pharaoh a dream. And I'm going to give him a dream that can nobody interpret. I mean, nobody but Joseph.
The astrologers couldn't do it. The magicians couldn't do it. The soothsayers in, in Egypt couldn't do it. The workers of black magic arts couldn't do it. Nobody could interpret the dream but Joseph. <laughs> I'm going somewhere. It's all right. I might look crazy to y'all, but I'm going somewhere spiritually. Just let me alone. Just pray for me. Just say, Lord, let her hurry up and get there. Shine for me, Anna. It's a setup. Somebody say, it's a setup. It's a setup. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Pharaoh has a dream about Egypt, about his kingdom. He dreamed of seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. He got very disturbed. Make a long story short, then they remembered Joseph. And they said, oh, king, we know of a man that you brought here out from the Hebrew people and his Hebrew God <laughs> gives him interpretations. Pharaoh said, bring him to me. They had to clean him up, get him ready to come before the king. They brought Joseph and the king said, can you interpret my dream? He says, oh, king, live forever. There's a God in the heavens who can interpret your dream. Pharaoh told the dream. Joseph interpreted the dream. He says, oh, king, Egypt is going to have seven years of plenty. Let me stop right there and let me say this. Those voyages out there on the water, they're going to come in. And when they come in, the stores are going to be overstocked. Start putting a little money away. <laughs> Don't spin up everything yet. Put a little away. So when the stores are packed, because see, they got to sell that stuff. They got to get rid of it. And in that stuff, it's going to be stuff you need. I heard God say, buy it up. Buy it up. So put something away, spin, you know, buy, you know, tie, you know, yeah, 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 and put some away. So when the overflow come, you'll have what you need to buy what you need. Oh, it's going to happen. So he told him, he said that you're going to have seven years of plenty and then, but, but wait a minute, you're going to have seven years of famine. Joseph was a smart man. He was an intelligent man. <laughs> so Pharaoh, Pharaoh said, oh, Joseph, what, what you want me to do? How can I, how can I handle this? What, what do I need to do so Egypt won't go under? And God gave him the strategy. He said, tell Pharaoh. In the seven years of plenty, get the plenty and put some away. Get, 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 get the plenty and put some away. 
So when the seven years of famine come, you will already have in store what you need. Sometimes you better get some smart people on your side. You better get some folk know what they're talking about. You better get some folk that know how to add and multiply and subtract and uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> of you had to get up this morning and go to Bel Air Mall and buy a coat? Raise your hand. Nobody. You know why? Because you bought when you had so you could have it for now. How, how many of you had to run to the grocery store this morning and get something hot to eat and then take it home? None of you. This is why God is, is, is serious about the storehouses. And if you go back Minister Deborah read that on a Wednesday night. It doesn't say storehouse. It says storehouses. Because I need more than just bleach and detergent. I need more than just soap. Come on. I need a towel and a hand towel. I need more than just outdoor shoes. I need some indoor shoes. Huh? So the Lord said, I will bless your storehouses. Your storehouse can be your pantry. Your storehouse can be anywhere where you put supplies. And you are the manager of that. You're the keeper of that. And every now and then you ought to go through there and say, well, I'm almost out of that. And I'm almost out of that. And I'm almost out of that. And I need this, Lord. Oh, God, hallelujah. Somebody say, thank God for provision. Thank God for provision. You're not without. You're not without. You just want to add to it. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're not without. You just want to add to it. But in the time of plenty, that's when you add to it. Add to it. So when people look at you, they say, well, how in the world they got that? So how they, they already had it. They, had, they bought it in the time of plenty. Amen. I went in the closet, and I was trying to find my dial soap. So I pulled out some dial soap. And when I opened it, I said, whoo, it, it's pretty soap. That's what I call it. It's pretty. I said, well, when did I get this? I said, whoo, I like this. I like the color of it. You know, this is pretty. So I called myself. I said, whoo, I said, I'm going back to the store so I can get me some more. You know, but, but, but when I went in the store, they didn't even have that. I said, I don't want them barges. That's my soap out there. My pretty soap. But the Lord told me, he said, look just a little bit around what you picked up. I'm talking in the house now, in the, in, the, in, the, in the closet. And lo and behold, I had, I had one unit, but there were two other units. I said, God, I got enough to last till the barges come in. <laughs> you buy 
in the time of plenty. So when I got up this morning, I grabbed for my pretty dial soap. I said, ooh, thank you, Jesus. I like this soap. It's pretty. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> that girl said, help us, Lord. I mean, you know, you just like what you You just like what you like. Simple as that. Guess what, y'all? The seven years of plenty came. And Pharaoh had sense enough to listen to Joseph. What does the word say? Believe the Lord your God, so should you be established. But you believe his prophets, you're going to prosper. Isn't that what the word say? It's all right, Joseph. Any Josephs in the house, it's all right. Pharaoh was so happy, and I'm going to finish this. He was so happy because when the seven years of famine came, they had more. Can y'all say more? More. Than enough. Pharaoh said, because you've helped my kingdom, I'm going to give you to wed. One of my princesses. That's what he said. He says, I'm going to put a signet ring on your finger and a robe. And I'm going to put you next in charge with me. I wonder how Potiphar's wife felt. I got to get out of here. I got to go now. I wonder how Potiphar's wife felt with her cheating, lying, whoish self. Thank you. <laughs> when she saw Joseph, yeah. I got to go. Somebody, somebody say, say, I wonder how the lie going to feel when it see me flourishing. Your neighbor said the lie gonna feel pretty bad when it see me, when it see you, when it see me flourishing. We going home. We going. We. Now, see, they didn't even know. I just prophesied. <laughs> they didn't even catch that. I already done prophesied. And they sitting there looking like, what's she talking about? What, what was she talking about? What, what, what pastor talking about? <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12. Uh, look at him. Y'all can go tell anybody you want. Pastor, believe this. Amen. You can go shout it from the housetop. Pastor, believe this. Amen. I said, you can go shout it from the housetop. Pastor, believe this. Because you know what's going to bring it about. You know what's going to bring it about. 
You know what's going to make it active? Active means it's working. You know, you know, you know, you know how we're going to have uh, kingdom prosperity and kingdom power and kingdom presence working? Faith. Faith in God's word. There you are. There you are. I, I walked through my house and I said, Lord, it would be a shame for her not to be asked. Have you ever received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Ever? No, I thought not. See, that's, that's sad because everybody around you, and I thought about that thing. I said, oh, no. Can't happen, Lord. Somebody need to ask her, honey, you need to search it out because you need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You need to get an understanding of him because he's real. And he's a savior to everybody. Everybody. Black, white, Asian, Japanese, Chinese. Come on. Mixed. He's a, he's a savior to every nation, tongue, and people. You need to seek it out. Get all the information you can because you need Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior. We were not brought over here. And I say we. See, our ancestors came from Africa. But the reason why we're over here is so we could hear about Jesus Christ, about salvation. A lot of times you think you're in a place for one thing, but you're really there for another. And I was walking through the house, and I said, Lord, I wonder if she's been asked, do you know Jesus? Have you ever received him as your Lord and Savior? Did you know that he loves you? Did you know that he died for you as well as for everybody else in the world? Hmm. Well, he did. And I can't, I will not live and see you dot them doors every time you come in here and not ask you myself or tell you Jesus Christ is a savior and he wants to be your savior. He wants to save you, baby. He wants you to come into the knowledge of the truth. He wants you to transfer from the power of darkness to the kingdom of his son. He wants you to do that. See, this world belongs to the enemy. It really does. And that's why things are breaking down. Now, they, they might not break totally down in a year, two years, five years, 500 years. But eventually, Jesus' kingdom is going to take over. Y'all don't mind if I minister to her, do you? You don't mind if I minister salvation, do you? Because, see, I was in my house talking about it. I told her, I said, the next time I see her, I said, God, uh-uh, can't let this happen. No, you, you, you might have came over here for one reason, but God said, one of the main reasons, salvation. I want you to write this down. Write down John 3.16. Is that right, child? Help me out. Is it John 3.16? Yes. Thank you, baby. Is it, how, how far does it go? John 3.16 to what? I want her to have the whole, is it all the way through 17? You sure that's it? Check it out now. Check it out. 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 Y'all come on now. Come on. Y'all ministering. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh-uh. I, I can't. All right. So John 3, 16 to 18. I want you to study that. And, and I'm going to, you got them cards on you, baby? With my number, my email, all those kinds of things. I want you to call me. I don't know if they even told you, you could call me. <laughs> call me so we can talk about salvation. Because you know what? I'm not going to live and leave here 
Now, what you do with it, that's up to you. But at least God will look down and say, you know what, Pastor Angela, minister salvation to her. Call me. You can, now, look, now, don't call me Monday because, you know, <laughs> Jesus ain't coming Monday, so you ain't got to worry. People laugh at me when I say those kind of things, but he's not. Call me Tuesday. Matter of fact, 530 in the afternoon, I'll give you 530. Is that all right? Call me. And we're just going to talk about salvation. I ain't calling you. I ain't got nothing else to talk about. Salvation. Amen? Amen. You don't let anybody come in your presence and you don't minister salvation to them. Especially up in this ministry. Now, I grant you on their territory, some of them might not want to hear it. I grant you that. But they up in this ministry, we're going to say something. We're going to say something. Because why? That's the vision. One more scripture and we go at home. Because we got to get back to our hot tea, our fuzzy slippers. We're going to take the word home. Amen. Hebrews 12. We finna go now. And I want to read verse 26. Hebrews 12, 26. It says, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more signified the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made. And those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Y'all get this now? Y'all get this? So what God is saying, I want the shaking to take place because everything that can be moved, I want it moved. Y'all hearing this? He said, if, if it can be moved, I want it moved. He says, so therefore the things that cannot be moved will be standing. Oh, we going, we going, we going, we going. Wait a minute now. Look what he says. He says, wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. Say, so that's, that's me. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. So he's saying, here it is. Let me just go and give you the breakdown. He's saying, everybody that's in my kingdom, you don't have to worry about the shaky. I sat up in the chair. I relaxed a little bit. Do y'all hear that? He said, everybody in my kingdom that's attached to me, and I am their king, and I am their Lord, and I am their God. You don't have to worry about being removed. So while the shaking is going on all around us, we can say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh. We're in time ministry. We're in time ministry. What you think we're going to need? Kingdom prosperity. Kingdom power and kingdom presence. As the world gets darker and darker, what you think the ministry's gonna need? Kingdom prosperity, kingdom power, come on, and kingdom presence. Because guess what? 
there are some people in the world who are going to have sense enough to look for God. And when they come to God's house or to his people, we ought to be overflowing with kingdom prosperity, kingdom power, and kingdom presence. We ought to be shining bright. The church, oh my goodness. When people come into church and they're hurting, if there is no presence of God and no power of God, how are they going to be set free? If they don't see us in prosperity, how will they know that the kingdom of God is a prosperous kingdom? How they going to know? They won't. Because guess what? God's kingdom is in the third heaven. He created the earth to have a kingdom here to represent his kingdom. So every last one of us are representatives of the king's country. That means I should have, oh my goodness, kingdom prosperity, kingdom power, and kingdom presence. Because I'm representing, I'm representing, I'm representing. When they see me, they ought to be able to see what the kingdom looks like, acts like, works like. Do y'all hear me? That's anywhere you go. That's anywhere you end up. In the grocery store, at the doctor's office, at the, at the, anywhere you go. Your neighborhood, your children's school, anywhere you go. Your gas station. I get, I go to the gas station and I don't normally, I, I don't normally go out at night. But this particular night, I had to be out because I was taking care of some business and things ran over. So I go to the gas station where I go. Elder Wonder was on the phone talking to me, so I felt real safe. <laughs> so I said, okay. And they had all these men, you know, and you could tell they was up to no good. So one little lady working in the gas station. So I'm standing, I'm waiting to give my money, and I'm just looking at them. So this drunk joker, he going to tell her, oh, you're so pretty. I started pleading the blood. He was talking to the cashier. I started pleading the blood. I thought to myself, yeah, and you got a kingdom citizen right here that know how to operate in kingdom power. So I stood back. I let everybody went. And she, he, oh, you're so pretty. And, uh, you know, we, gonna, we, we want to talk to you. And yeah, 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 I'm pleading the blood of Jesus. I'm binding the devil. And I'm just standing there, you know, I'm just waiting. So they, they one of them looked back at me. I thought to myself, come on, with it, come on. I got this sword ready to cut you up because they was up to no good. So they went outside and they started standing around. So she took my money. She said, ooh, she said, she said okay, thank you. I said, baby, guess what? I said, I got you in my prayers. I said, matter of fact, I'm going to be praying for you from the time I walk out the door, and I'm going to cover you tonight while you're on this job. That's one time it rose up in me because normally I don't say that much. But I told her, I said, I'm going to keep you covered. Until you get off tonight. She looked at me. She said, yes, ma'am. She said, thank you. I said, you're welcome. Went out to my car. They was looking, looking at the car. But they saw that present. They bagged up. Because I ain't no joke. I ain't no joke in the spirit for real, real. I know I look stupid to some people and I talk stupid. And, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I do know what I'm talking about. 
They hurry up and got in them cars and trucks, and they left. Because they was up to no good. Well, that's what our job, we're supposed to be policing. We're supposed to police. We're supposed to police the areas that we're in, that we're in. That's what we're supposed to be doing. You see something and it's finna go down. Oh, you go down too. <laughs> and I don't mean go down with the go down. I'm talking about you breach in your pocket and pull out the blood, the name of Jesus. Yeah. I bind the devil in Jesus' name. Let the Holy Ghost stir up in you. Yeah. We police the earth. We are the kingdom in the earth. And that's who we are. God bless you. Give the Lord a hand, praise.